What do you do? What do you do, everybody? Like I always say, I'm Jordan Jean-Louis, host of the JJ Sports Talk Show. And uh, it's been a lot uh, of sports news in the past couple of weeks. We got the wrap-up of the NBA Finals. I wanted some <clears throat> my congratulations to the Golden State Warriors for, win- for winning the championship this year. Tip my hat off to them. They they got it done when they need when they needed to be, um, and um, yeah, they did a good job. But also, before I start, I wanna I wanna just give a shout out to the boys, um, Maz Brandon Mazzareno or Mazarot or I call him Big Maz. <coughs> Sorry, call him Big Maz and uh, Anchor Phone. Um, I want to shout them out because, you know, they had their own show called Aunt Mads in the Midday. And, um, you know, I remember at Montclair uh, at the Red Hawk Sports Network, you know, I was, kind of, I was kind of shy about speaking up. And, um, you know, I told them that, you know, I have my own podcast. And instead of me finding them, I mean, instead of me finding them, they found me. And um, you know them, um, the dude amped the long hair, mad with the bald head and the beard, looking like uh, Action Bronson. <laughs> but uh, nah, man, I appreciate the shout out. You know, um, y'all made. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real. My show. If I, if you, if you guys didn't find me, or if I didn't find y'all my show would not be as popular as it is today. And I appreciate that. And um, y'all brought light to the show. I know like for people in this industry, like who want to like do to be a sports broadcaster, like a podcaster, it's really hard when you do it with one person. But when you meet people who are, you know, you share a bond with and are deep with, um, it really means a lot. And like I said, my show today would not be it be how what it is without y'all. Um, and I thank you for that. Give me a round of applause. But I will be on the show on their show uh, starting next week, um, and I'm like, excited for that. So we'll do a JGL and Maz in the midday collaboration. So be on looking for that on our heart radio next week. But yeah, I just want to shout y'all, shout y'all out because it's only right to shout y'all out. And I thank you again. If you're watching Ant and Brandon, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, I can uh, come out, come on as a guest on my show, or you know, do a collab. So I'm, I'm down with anything. But uh, let's get into the show, into the meat, into potatoes, potatoes of the show. So, uh, with the playoffs being done, the NBA Finals wrapping up, or already wrapped up, um, it's the NBA offseason. I know we got the draft to come up tomorrow night. A lot of, you know, young hopefuls looking to find NBA teams. Um, got, they got Pablo uh, Boncaro, uh, Chet Holgroom, a lot of young stars, um, you know, tomorrow night. But the main story is the offseason. And the first story that hit my news feed was Kyrie Irving in the Brooklyn Nets. We all know Kyrie Irving had 
Um, a little bit of a fallout with the Brooklyn Nets, you know, didn't play a lot of games due to one, the political reasons, um, and the in the vaccination. Um, so the situation is that Brooklyn is in a little bit of a mess with Fredy kicking off June 30th and the deadline to opt for players to opt in and opt out of contracts is June 29th, the day before free agency starts. Um, and that's the deadline for Kyrie Irving, the net star, to opt in or opt out of the contract. Now, if Kyrie Irving uh, decides to opt in, to, and that means he um, opts in, talks with management, and gets a contract to stay with the Brooklyn Nets, which some say is the most easiest route because he, if he opts in, he will get thirty million, a thirty million pay cut. But if he decides to opt out of that deal and seeks to find another team, then he'll be missing out on a major, major pay cut. So, Nets owner Joe Say and general manager Sean Marks were, were, were very successful in putting together a big three in, in the names of Kyrie Irving. Durant and Harden. But we all knew that Harden, you know, with his struggles on the court, with his with his with his off the court antics, um, with him not wanting to play due to injury, or you know, they the big three didn't really see the court together as a whole for the, for a whole season. Um, but Sean Marks and the owner, uh Joe, they put together this big three, Kyrie Irving, Durant, and Harden, to build a championship. Now, my views on this is if the Nets are kind of in a championship mode, obviously they have Kevin Durant. They kind of still have Kyrie Irving. He hasn't opted out yet. Um, And towards free agency last year, or the trade deadline, they acquired Ben Simmons. Now, I don't know when Ben Simmons will be able to play. Um, who knows when he will see the court. The Nets are in, a, are in a tough situation here. Now, we all know that Kyrie played with LeBron James on the, on the championship run in Cleveland, played in Boston, so it's not like him going to L.A. and him team up with LeBron is a new thing. Kyrie did help LeBron and Kevin Love get that championship uh, when they were down 3-1 and get the Golden State Warriors back in 2016. Um, that was an amazing uh, championship finals run. Everybody doubted the Cavaliers that year, saying, oh, I mean, because, I mean, you you had Curry, Clay, and Draymond at their, at their peak, you know. And no one thought, no no team has ever came back down from a 3-1 deficit in the finals. And, and Cleveland did that. So him coming to L.A. is not really a new thing. Uh, teeing up with LeBron. Now with AD, that's a new uh, duo right there. Now, the Nets are in a championship winning mode with players that have now, but they, they have now, but but they can, they can all tumble if Kyrie decides to leave the Nets. 
And what I mean by that is Kyrie, with him opting in or opting out, it's a domino effect because the way I view it, the, the, the way I view this situation is that if, hey, say hypothetically, Kyrie decides to leave the Brooklyn Nets. Now, potentially you will have only KD and Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons decides to play next year, now the question is, will KD will KD leave the Brooklyn Nets? Because a lot of people are saying that even though um, KD was on OKC, he didn't he didn't win a championship there. Um, they got beat by the same team that he joined. He won two championships at Golden State. A lot of people are setting an argument saying that in order for Kevin Durant to be in the toss with LeBron James and Michael Jordan and Steph Curry's, that KD has to win a championship on his own without all that firepower. Because don't get me wrong, Golden State that year that he joined the team, he did not need... I mean, the Warriors did not need Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin. Now the Warriors might need a Kevin Durant only for his scoring and his defense. But they had David West. They had Iguodala, young Iguodala. They had Curry. They had Clay. They had Draymond. They had all the. They had Sean Livingston. They had. They had all the pieces to win. To win without him, and they proved it this year when they faced the Celtics. They, they, they didn't have KD. You know, Katie kind of Katie kind of took the shine from Curry, and that's why Curry didn't win those Finals MVP because those two years Kevin Durant won them. So the big question is: if Kyrie decides to leave, if Kyrie decides to leave the Brooklyn Nets, where does that put KD with the Brooklyn Nets? Is he going to stay? Is he going to want to opt out and uh, join someone else? Because KD's at that age where, you know, his, his championship window is closing too. Um, you know, like you say, like we say, um, we don't get younger, we get older. You know, so. Uh, So, like I said, Kyrie can potentially be a domino effect for Brooklyn, and the Nets and the front office are all waiting for his decision. So, I mean, all all these questions are 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 relying on Kyrie's decision on June 29th. What is he going to do? Does he want to go to the bright lights in LA and join up with uh, AD and LeBron? I mean, it seems like the Knicks and the Lakers are the only two teams that can like have a chance to sign him, and the Lakers are. Being that the Knicks are not really that good of a team and Kyrie wants to win a championship, I don't see him going to the Knicks because they don't – I mean, they, yeah, they have young – they got a uh, Emmanuel quickly. They have, you know, Derrick Rose. They have R.J. Barrett. They have Randall, which is kind of – he's been an on-and-off kind of player. They have Obi Toppin, um, other young stars. But I don't – if Kyrie wants to win – he either has to stay in Brooklyn, uh, which I'm going to lay out the numbers if he stays for you in, in, in a little bit, 
Um, but I feel like the best, not taking my bias out of this, I feel like in order to win now, right now, it will have to be the Lakers because, you know, you still have LeBron. He averaged like 30-something points per game last year um, with an injured team. Uh, you know, we we all didn't we, we all saw Russell, he didn't really play well with uh aiding LeBron. Someone that due to injury, AD was out half the season. So one they didn't want to have that chemistry. And um, but if Kyrie wants to win now, Lakers will be the best fit. And like I said, it's not it's not a new relationship. Kyrie has played with LeBron before. He's won a championship with LeBron before. And, um, I mean, there were reports when he left uh, Cleveland, Kyrie, that, like, you know, he didn't want to be in LeBron's shadow, which I think is somewhat true. Shoot. Any player, you know, if LeBron's on the Knicks, that, that key player, that's the key player that, was on the team before LeBron. LeBron's going to be that star player now. That's with anything. It, any player that's under LeBron, uh, under LeBron's wing, you know, no one really wants to be under LeBron's wing because they want to, you know, win on their own without that star help. But, but like I said, Kyrie did a good job with LeBron in Cleveland. And throughout that season. Uh, but that would be, be a good team. LeBron, KD. I mean, LeBron, um, Kyrie, and AD. Uh, that, that's scary. And uh, later on the show, I have a couple trade packages that uh, like the Lakers can't do. Now, the thing that, that gets me is in Darwin's in Darwin Hands' uh, introductory press conference, uh, Ham alluded to that Westbrook is uh, still a good player in the league. He he said that you know don't look past Russell. He's a good player. Um, and the thing and the question is like if the Westbrook if they decide to keep Westbrook, how will Darwin Ham utilize Westbrook's talent? Now some people say Westbrook is good off the bench can be a bench player and come in and play with the second team. But but who will be the starting point guard? I mean, I know Kendrick Nunn, um, today he opted into a salary for L.A. Lakers, so he'll be on the team next year. But if, like, Russell goes to the bench, who's going to be their starting point guard? Because I felt LeBron, yeah, he can bring the ball up court. But the whole point of – L.A. bringing in Russell Westbrook was to relieve the pressure off LeBron. LeBron is, as you know, an all-around type of player. He can go, he can play any position on the court. Um, but the whole point of the whole reason why L.A. wanted to uh, L.A. wanted to bring in Russell was to to relieve that point guard pressure off LeBron and have him sit sit on the block, sit on the either block, and post people down down low. Because like LeBron, LeBron's gonna be 38, 39 of uh, this coming season. So he's only he's not getting younger either. He's getting older. So his timetable of 
That's why I think this Kyrie trade is, is valuable because you can get Kyrie, you can do a three-team trade and trade him, trade Kyrie to L.A. while LeBron's championship window is still open and his 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 window of him being a liquor is still open and with AD playing with another player. Now, let me tell you what you're going to get with Kyrie other than Westbrook. Westbrook, he, he can shoot, but not consistently. He's more of a two-way slasher. He can he, he can slash still at a at that age he's at, um, but we all saw like last year like he was not making buckets. He's, he was missing wide open two pointers, wide open threes. But with Kyrie, you the people don't realize Russell is not the same triple double point guard you saw in OKC. Yeah, he can still get, get, get you like maybe 15 and maybe like nine, 10 rebounds. Uh, but he, he, he can get you 40, 20, and 15. Like he's not like that no more. Like, but when you get with Kyrie, you get a consistent shooter who can shoot the three wide dead eye. Russell, he kind of has the handles, but Kyrie, you're getting a player with, with handles that can cross people up. Can create his own shot. You can spread the floor out more. With with Russell on the team, you can't really spread the spread the floor because, like I said, Russell is not really a known consistent shooter. Now, so you can't space the floor out. So bringing in Kyrie potentially will help out facing the floor. Get the ball moving. And LeBron and AD can, if LeBron is getting double, or AD is getting double team in the post, we we know, they know that if they pass the Kyrie wide open shot, he's going to make that, make that shot. I feel like Kyrie is more reliable than Russell Westbrook when it comes to scoring on the arc, from behind the arc. Um, so, but with that being said, the Nets do still want to keep Kyrie. But knowing what he went through this past season with the whole vaccination and the whole political thing, um, the, the political, you know, uh, not him not feeling right with the whole with how our country is right now, they don't want to see if Kyrie was on his crap, he could get a mass contract, but the Nets don't are hesitant in getting up or getting him that max five-year contract because they don't know what they are going to get out of Kyrie in, in those five years. But they still do want to keep him on a short-term deal. Um he, where he can make 36 million for 22-23 campaign, or he can opt out. Get a new fresh deal for forty-two million for two years. Um, so they want to keep them short-term, two years. But who knows? 
I mean, what are they going to get out of Kyrie? And I feel like we all say, oh, Kyrie, like, when he's on, when he's on par with, you know, his stuff, he is a top five, top ten point guard in the league. Um, I mean, y'all can argue with that with me. Y'all can. But, like, when he – fans want to see Kyrie. Just like fans want to, want to buy tickets to see Curry. Kyrie is a circus. He – like I said, he has the handles. He can shoot the deep three. He's consistent. He gets to the bucket. He gets to the rim. Um, he splits – he splits double teams. Now, if he does not opt out, if he does not opt out, many teams would not be able to uh, be able to attain him because of the contract situation in the salary cap. But I did my research on one specific trade. It's a three-team trade. So the only way the Lakers can acquire Kyrie is to do a three-team trade. And I saw online that, according to fansided.com, they had a three-team trade involving L.A., Brooklyn, and the Wizards. So we all also know that Bradley Bill is deciding if he wants to opt in or out. Apparently, he, he he had already made up his mind on what he wants to do. But like I said, he can't do anything until the June 30th or June 29th when players can um, opt in or opt out. But hear me out. Here's a trade out. So three-team trade, Brooklyn, L.A., and Washington. Lakers get Kyrie and Rory Hachimaria. Brooklyn receives Bradley Bill. And Russ joins the Wizards again in the Lakers 2027 first-round pick and a 2028 pick swap. Now, the Lakers have reiterated many times that they don't want to waste draft picks on a player because obviously they're not getting a pick this year. Um, Maybe like a late third round, second round pick. But they've already said that they don't want to um, have a trade with Russell Westbrook and picks. But this this trade might work out. Uh, So Brooke, or so L.A. gets Kyrie and Roy Hassan Maria. Brooklyn receives Bradley Bill. And, I mean, that's a deal right there. Bradley Bill and uh, KD. Man. And then um, and then Russell teams up with, with Porzingis. And uh, with Porzingis. I mean, so, I mean, the reason why I think L.A. should win this trade is because if they say yes to this, one – the, the Lakers are in championship mode. They, they don't want to rebuild it right now. They are one of the storied franchises with the most championships. And knowing the Lakers, they don't want to rebuild. This trade will work out because, like I said earlier in the, in the show, the Lakers championship window is closing. Is closing. With other teams getting the star players back, Jamal Murray going, uh, coming back uh, to the Nuggets, uh, Michael Porter Jr. coming back, you know, the Suns, 
are still there. Even though her Aiton is in the trade talk. And also, they still have LeBron James at the helm. And it will give AD another star to play with other than Russell Westbrook. Uh, but let me know what y'all think. I mean, did the trade is the trade suitable? Or what do y'all think? Let me know. So we got a comment from uh from 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 Aunt Cafone. Of course it's the Lakers. Yeah, I mean it's it's the perfect fit. I mean it's a marriage waiting to happen, you know. LeBron and, and Kyrie joining in, in LA. I mean, Kyrie, if I was Kyrie, I would not want to go to the Knicks. He's not gonna win anything there. Uh Another another comment from Ant. Man, Ant, the, the Lakers, they, they don't suck. It's just that they don't have, they didn't have the key assets that they needed. You know, they were injury prone. Um, they were, you know, riddled with injuries. And, uh, Man, LeBron, man, Anthony, man, you hate you hate LeBron, huh? LeBron's a wash. Kyrie top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with you, and like Kyrie the top top three point guard at the top of his game. Yeah, when he's on his on his shit. Yeah, he's definitely a top three, top five point guard at his position. When he's, you know, has his mind right and focused on the court. Thank you, Ann, for chiming in. But yeah, like this is gonna be a wild, wild offseason. And with Kawhi Leonard coming back to the Clippers, I mean he was hurt. The West is only the West is only gonna get stronger. The East is getting better. Uh, with Miami, Celtics, you know, Philadelphia. So we'll see what I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, but the Lakers, uh, I mean, the, I mean, at first I didn't believe the report that, I mean, there were different rumors and different articles stating that, um, Kyrie wanted to opt out, but now seeing more reports and more articles, it seems like this Lakers trade or a package can come to fruition. And it can actually happen. And right now, at the peak of the mountain, it's Golden State. Uh, right now, it's Golden State at the top of the mountain. And I mean, obviously, they're the world champions, you know. And teams are trying to uh, find a way to, you know, beat them, you know, with with Wiseman coming back from injury and uh, and other star players, Jordan Poole probably going to get a massive, massive extension this offseason. Um, but got another question from Anka Phone, my brother. How do you feel about a, uh, about the, uh, the Jeremy Grant? I love it, man. I love it. Uh, you know, he's on the Pistons. He wasn't really doing nothing, or he, he was doing something, but 
he uh, was on a kind of like a subpar team with the Pistons. Uh, he was on OKC for a bit. But I love this trade um, to the Blazers. Hopefully, uh, Dame will stay in Portland. And that can be a deal right there. Jeremy, uh, or Jeremiah can use, like, stretch the floor. Uh, he's a shooter. He can go to the rim. And him and um, him and with, with McCollum going or at the Pelicans, I mean, that's a, that, that's a perfect fit with Billis being the head coach. The only problem is who are the other stars, you know? Damian, Grant. I'm not, um, I think they had their center. Uh, I think they have um, – what's his name? Um, what's his name? The point guard. Um, uh, this is bad. Yeah, help me out, Ant. Uh, who's the backup point guard? Um, it's not little. It's not little. It's uh, this is bad. I, I have a brain fart. One second, one second. How do you make a home quicker? No, it's Oh, Simmons, Simmons, Simmons. There you go, Simmons. Man, that was bad. I mean, they had Simmons as a as their backup. I mean, the only issue, but the answer to your question, uh, and like I, I like it, man. I like it. Uh, it's a good fit. It's a good fit for sure, for sure. But I mean, this whole offense is it, it, going to be crazy because you know, I think. Uh, Um, and um, Levine's a free agent. We got Bradley Bill, a free agent. Or in the uh, if he opts out, he's a free agent. This whole, this whole, this whole thing is crazy. So NBA fantasy uh, doesn't begin until June thirtieth, uh, six six p.m. Eastern. Um. So yeah, we got Zach Levine, Jalen Brunson, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, on the market, um, the the Milwaukee Bucks guard Pat Con- uh, Connaughton is exercising his five point seven million option return to the twenty twenty three season. Um, Golden State general manager Bob Myers said that uh, contract extensions for Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole are a big priority. Um, James Harden is heading uh, head toward opting into a forty seven point three million dollar player option. And yeah, another thing is the reason why like LA is kind of like another reason why LA can't really do much trading is because of Russell Westbrook's massive contract with forty seven point seven million that that he signed to. So the the the, the, the Lakers don't really have much property to give any teams. Um, so the only way they can do it is a signed trade. They can do a. Uh, 
a three-team trade, like I said. But I like that. I love that trade. Hey, and let me ask you a question, if, if you're still watching. Do you like that trade, the three-team trade between the, the Nets, uh, Wizards, and L.A.? I mean, with Kyrie and Roy Hatchett-Marin, he's, he's a still young player, power forward. Um, Bill's going to possibly, if KD stays in Brooklyn, can pair up with Kevin Durant. And Bill going or, or Russell going back to Wizards. I mean, do you like do you like that trade, bro? I mean, I like it. And then you say mock draft tomorrow. Oh yeah, for sure, man. We can do do that tomorrow. Yeah, we do that before the um the, the trade uh, if you want to. Or I'm sorry, we can do, do that before the draft. I mean, Withers, I mean, if I was a Withers, I would I would take it. I would take it because, I mean, Russell did play with the Withers before. And him and Perzingis, that would be a good, that would be a good duo right there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, why? Why don't you think the Wizards won't take it? I mean, I mean, probably because it's just Russell Westbrook. That's why, like, that's the player. Or like, But um, on June on June twenty first, um, Houston Rockets uh, John Wall has exercised his forty seven point four million player option. Uh, sources told um, Adrian Wojnarowski that the Rockets will continue to seek the market or seek the trade for the thirty one year old guard, but the two sides are expected to work on a contract buyout if a swap can be found. Wall averaged 20.6 points and 6.9 tests in 40 games for the Rockets. Um, LA Clippers forward Nicholas Batum would decline his $3.3 million contract to become a free agent. Um, June, 19, June 19th, Denver Nuggets for Jeff Green had exercised a 4.5 million player option. So, I mean, some trades are happening right now. I mean, pieces are moving, but. I mean, yeah, this comment by Anthony, uh, it's right. Russ is inefficient, and they need to use the shooters with Bill Levick. I mean, yeah, you have a point. Russ is, is very inefficient, but, I mean, he's still, like, you, when he's maybe a new place, maybe a new atmosphere, maybe a new crowd, maybe a new fan base with him being back in Washington with Perzingis. Maybe they can get some players in the in free agency. Maybe they can get a, a Zach Levine or a Brunson or a bumper sure he wants to stay in Dallas. Um, I'm pretty sure, um, you know. I mean, they can still get some young some some young players in free agency. But yeah, I mean, you have a point. Like Russell is not 
But like I said, Russell is not the player he once was in OKC. And I feel like Russell has to learn his role now. And he has to accept his role of being an all-ball player, maybe being off the bench, maybe being a two-guard, maybe, you know, helping out on what I call it the B team, the bench team, that second team. You know, like we all know that Russell is not that – I mean, he still is electrifying. He can still dunk the ball at a high velocity, but he's not the same. He's not as – you know, he's not in prime as he was in OKC. So now he has to realize that, you know, what his potential is. And he can't be – he has to sacrifice. That's what uh, Darwin Ham said in the press conference. His, in, he was like, sacrifice. You have to give off certain things that you once had, that, that you once – did and in order for Russell to work out on the Lakers or on another team, he has to not be selfish and play his role that his coach wants him to play. And but like you're right, that comes that comes with producing, scoring. But but I could say that when LeBron was out and AD was out, Russell was kind of carrying the load. I mean, he had to carry a little because he was the only superstar on the team when AD and LeBron were out. But when they came back together, LeBron and AD came back together, they weren't gelling for some reason. Maybe due to, you know, the chemistry. Because you can't decide, like, you can't just get Carmelo. You can't just get Russell Westbrook. And Kendrick Nunn, he even played the whole season. Um, You can't, you can't just get a whole team together in training camp and expect to gel before the season. It comes with it comes with time. And maybe time was a factor. But I mean if I was the Wizards, I mean I would take it. I mean I would take it. And if I was the Lakers, I would take it too. Cause I mean obviously like like you win the trade. I mean you get Kyrie and Roy Hatch Maria, which I mean he's a pretty good player. I mean he's you know obviously he's injury prone as, as well. But if AD and LeBron can stay healthy, I feel like this can be a dominant team. I know uh, there's a report that the Pacers uh, recently declined a trade for Malcolm Brogdon for Russell Westbrook. And to Ant's point, could it be for Russell's inefficiency to produce points? Yeah, I think you're right. It's Russell's... Uh, Incapability of producing. But yeah, yo, Amp, uh, let me know. I'm down to do a mock draft tomorrow. I'm, I'm down to do that, man. Uh, I'll probably do another show tomorrow. Um, so, but once again, this is a short episode. I'm your host, Jordan John Louis. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, um, the live shows on YouTube, Facebook, my Facebook account. And uh, yeah, um, I'll see y'all tomorrow. We'll do a mock draft tomorrow with my boy Ant and hopefully Maz. But uh, thanks for tuning in. And um, again, again, shout out Ant and Maz for shouting me out and giving me this opportunity that I wouldn't have. And I appreciate y'all for being on the show with me. And I, I know I'm going to appreciate me being on the show with y'all for the upcoming 
episodes. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be epic. Um, much love. Thank God for the support. Keep watching. If you haven't downloaded any episodes, it's on all the podcast platforms. Um, just thank y'all so much.